everybody. Guys, what's happening? Welcome to the show. Let's go ahead and get right into this thing. So, um, so I guess the the real issue of this, the the title of this podcast is "Success Begins with Purpose." And what we're going to try and do is we're going to try and break out um, what that actually means. And what's really significant here, I was thinking about this last night, and I'm thinking, wait a minute here. There's a there's a whole new opportunity here. We're going to actually apply this whole concept to the things you're already doing. We're going to take and uh, dissect, and, and a great place to start would probably be with your job, right? Imagine for a second that you could take the job that you've had, and let's say you've had it for a few years now, and you know how that goes, right? Everyone, there's no argument about how you feel about it. You show up every day, and you do what you have to do. If you're a member of the elite few, you have the benefit of waking up every day to a job that truly inspires you. But for the most part, it becomes it's, it's, it's good job, bad job, right? My intention is to try and draw the connection between purpose and how to take that job that you've been doing for a while and that's not really that exciting and how to take it and actually add some energy and excitement to it. Get it, get it back up on the front forefront of, of things that you're inspired about. Why would I? Why would I do that? Well, because it, I've done that in my own life, and uh, and it works. And I just want to see if I can get anyone to jump in on the conversation long enough, just to say, "Hey, you know what? You're right." Just to test it out. Because imagine, I mean, let's just pretend. Let's just talk about what is at stake here. Imagine if you were able to take any aspect of your life right now. And all of a sudden, find a way to re-energize it, to make it as cool as it was when you first started. Because there's a shelf life to pretty much everything we do, whether it's your relationship or it's something new in your life or some accomplishment or some experience. You spend enough time experiencing that, and all of a sudden, what is amazing and new and inspiring and energizing becomes the new norm. Wouldn't it be cool if you could take and, like, add some fuel to the tank, get get the thing you're already committed to, the thing you're already doing, back up front, waking you up at night, excited. You're like, oh, man, I am so frigging close, baby. That's what we're going to talk about. I hope you'll stick around. Just a casual conversation, um, trying to get it out there, trying to make sure, most of all, that my train stays on the tracks. So I don't go take off some take off on some bypass that derails my goals. And as a part of that, I just figure, well, hell, I'm already thinking about it. I might as well share it. Let's go ahead and break this thing apart. Let's see if we can find out about finding success through purpose. All right, I'm going to go ahead and see if I can get my focus, get zeroed in on exactly what we're talking about here. Because if I can actually give you a clear enough picture of what I'm talking about, then the application of it is going to be a breeze, right? So here's what I'm talking about. Let's start with something that you love to do, something that inspires you, something that energizes you, something if I said, hey, listen, how about this? You'd say, oh, hell yeah, right? Let's say fishing or hiking. or I like to use the snowboarding because that's that thing where your buddy from college calls you at uh, oh, at, at, at five o'clock at night on Thursday night and says, Hey, listen, dude, we're going to be in Colorado on, 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 on Friday. It's Thursday night. We're going to be in Colorado on Friday morning at 5 a.m. 
have your shit ready. We're gonna go. We're gonna go skiing. We're gonna go snowboarding. And you haven't been snowboarding in two years. You're like, oh my god, right? And in that situation, what happens if you're into snowboarding? If snowboarding is your thing and is connected to what you do, you're out of your chair. You're telling your partner, whoever you share your life with, saying, hey, listen, I just got a call that was so and so. I got an opportunity to go snowboarding, and that's what I'm gonna do. Do you know where my stuff is? Ah. As a result of that, you will actually stay up until three in the mor- three in the morning. You'll do whatever it takes to get those skis that those skis ready, that snowboard ready, to get everything organized, get yourself ready to head out and spend a weekend skiing. And the reason that is is because you love to ski. And the reason all of the things you're going to have to do to get ready for it isn't a, aren't a burden. It's not like you're over there going, "Oh my God, this sucks." You're like, "I got to get it done." Yeah, I can't wait. Love snowboarding, right? It's because you can see, you have full knowledge of how cool it is to engage in that experience, to actually have that experience at its prime, right? When it's the best. When you look at your life and you look at the choice, and let's go ahead and break this down. We're going to connect this. When we are inspired by the things that we love and we have a vision, a clear vision of just how inspirational they are and how they make us feel, Anytime that opportunity shows up, there's little chance that we're going to go, oh, you know, I really don't want to have to get the camper ready and the boat ready for fishing. Because everybody knows that fishing is cool. Hanging out on the lake for the weekend, it's way better than mowing the lawn. It's way better than working your ass off at work. It's way better than having to fix the fence and remodel the bathroom and do all the crap we do. So all that work that's involved, you just get it done. Now, here's where you need to listen. Here's where I would suggest you just step back and you think about what I'm saying, because it's critical. Imagine what could happen or what your life would look like if you could, say, take some aspect of your life, and I'm going to pick your employment, and you could actually create or inject that same type of dynamic that already exists in the things you love to do. Can you imagine how easy it would be to go to work? wouldn't be a pain in the ass yeah granted you'd rather be home no matter what you're doing but if you've got something rocking and you're moving in a positive direction and you can see it and you form this idea around it to the point you can imagine you can truly imagine how it feels to to achieve that goal it'd be a hell of a lot easier to show up at work right with that what we're talking about there is purpose What we're talking about there is when you look at the list of things you do for any given endeavor, we're talking about the reason you do those things, that benefit, that tangible value that you derive from that. Can you imagine what it'd be like? Can you imagine what what your peers would do if all of a sudden you started showing up and you were not the same guy at all? You were learning all kinds of crap. You were volunteering for all kinds of stuff. You're over there just, you're having these meetings and your sales numbers are going through the roof and, and you keep talking about it. You're not playing grab ass at the lunch t- room table anymore. You're off reading a book about, about any of a number of things that would help you. That's what's at stake here. The reason I can tell you that is because I do it every day. This podcast is an example of what can happen when you're faced with the mundane, but you really, really want to accomplish something with it. If you're ever going to listen to any of my podcasts, anything I've ever put out, 
I guarantee this is the one that you need to stick around for. I can't wait to get it done. Let's talk about it when I come back. Now, I want you to settle in and just kind of listen because this is a concept. It's an idea that not too many people have actually, I've never heard anyone actually articulate this. And maybe it's just because I'm not that well read. I'm sure there are probably people smarter than me who have said, hey, listen, here's an idea. This is how we stay motivated. This is how we can energize things that we've done a long, long time. This is how we can become energized about things we don't even enjoy. All right, so here's the ticket. On a scale of 1 to 10, for every action, every choice you make, there is a, there's, a, there's a reaction or an obligation. If you decide you, you have, if you decide that you're going to work, then it's going to require a certain obligation, and, and that is you're going to get up at whatever time you get up, and you're going to do the things you do. And then, of course, the reason you do that is where you get the energy to continue to do it. Now, when it currently, when it currently, when it comes to the American dream, the thing that most of us choose, which is the house, the car, the kids, and all the debt, where we get into trouble is we are in that situation, and while the situation starts out all brand new and shiny, in a very short amount of time, it just becomes what we do. It is the it is the good job, bad job syndrome, right? And of course, all of the actions that we take within that are also subject to that same. Shelf life. I, I call it shelf life for no other reason. You, No matter what you're going to do, and I guarantee I've lived it. My wife and I, we've traveled all over the country. We showed up in Destin, Florida. We were 100 yards from the beach, and here we are. We're, we're so excited we can't believe it. We're out every day. But can you believe after the third month, by the time we were midway into the fourth month, we were ready to go? Now, this is where it gets funny the reason we were ready to go was because during the first three months we had done all kinds of stuff that that we'd never done and with that comes the energy and excitement and 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 the value of the struggle that comes with living in an rv right that's where you get your juju that's where you get your fuel but by the fourth month most of our friends had gone and so we're hanging out and instead of us continuing to fuel our adventure with all kinds of new things to look at and imagine and what's still out there that we haven't experienced we just kind of settled in we just kind of stopped looking for that inspiration and when we did that that's when our stay in Destin Florida in paradise started to diminish now, keep that in mind. As long as you can find the energy, as long as you can find the excitement for the thing you do, you can regenerate new sources of energy within the obligations that you have. You'll continue to be excited about where you're going. And if you can create a story that is big enough, you can actually be so inspired that even when you're tired and even when you're not sure if you want to do it or you're not sure if you can do it, you show up and you do it anyway. That's what I'm talking about. I don't think there's any greater power with regard to our ability to achieve nearly anything we choose than to take the action and when it becomes mundane and, and routine to be able to fire it back up and find new energy in it now here's the really good news about this 
once you figure this out, once you are able to apply this one time, you get one win. And you see the, the outcome and the benefits of following this plan. There isn't anything in your life that you're currently doing that you cannot take the same action on and improve and make better for you. Make it more inspiring for you, more energizing for you. And if you're if you're if you're wondering about this, if you're wondering about this, here let me just give you a little story before you break into the nuts and bolts of how you're going to put this to work in your life. So there are things in the world in the life that I do not enjoy. And of course, despite not enjoying them because of our choices, we end up make having to take care of those things and do those things regardless, right? So one of the things I don't enjoy is I don't enjoy painting. Hate, hate, hate painting. I think it's futile. I think it's one of the worst things you'll ever have to do, right? Or I, I would ever have to do. And I'm sitting there painting, and, and I'm thinking about all of the things I would love to be doing, right? I was thinking about snow. I was thinking about uh, working on my computer. I was learning digital art at the time, and about mountain biking, and about hiking, and about all of these things that I'd rather be doing: watching TV or playing video games, right? And I'm sitting here painting, and then it dawned on me. The reason painting was so painful was because it wasn't because it was any different than any other effort that I've put into any other thing that I've ever done. In fact, it's a lot simpler, a lot easier to do than the stuff that I do in the gym every day. So there's no, it's no question about it. It's so grueling. I just hated it. Sit there thinking about it, spending time in my own head, in my own space, and guess what I discovered? I discovered that the reason I hated painting so much was because of what I was thinking about when I was doing it. The purpose. Why am I doing this? I, uh, so that I can keep, so, it does, so I can't go mountain biking, so I can't go hiking, so I can't go do digital art, so I can't do so many other things. Yeah, this sucks, man. I, I'd rather be doing that, right? And all of a sudden it dawned on me, what happens if I just start thinking about being the best painter, the most efficient painter, the fastest painter that anyone ever met? I was like, well, I mean, what's the point? The point is to capitalize on the energy and improve the source of energy, increase the energy that you have toward the things you're doing. In my case, all I did was I said, all right, you know what, I'm going to be the best painter in the world. And I started actually watching videos on how to paint and learning how to cut in and keeping my brushes clean. It was no longer a pain in the ass. Then, of course, in, and I, put a, I put a motivational podcast in my ears, and I'm listening to someone talk about how to overcome these same things, right? Similar to this, right? It's the struggle for success. It's, just, it's the struggle to re- retain or to choose and retain pur- purpose. I don't mind painting. In fact, there isn't anything I mind anymore. Harley, right? I mean, I imagine there are some, a few exceptions, but the bottom line is this. I don't mind doing dishes. Why? Because I do, I'm good at dishes. In fact, I make myself focus on being good at dishes. I don't mind cooking because I love to cook good food. If I'm going to sit stand in front of that stove and I'm going to put the effort out, hell, I just figure, you know what? In my mind, when I take a look at my purpose, my purpose is to produce the most highest quality, most tasty food that I can. 
going on a ramble here, but I'm bringing this to your attention because I want you to think about this. Now, imagine if you can apply this to your work environment, to any aspect of your life. Can you imagine how much better your life would be? That's where we're at right now. That's where we're getting ready to go. Stick around. It's really simple. It's three simple steps. And I've, I've said these before. I keep repeating these over and over again. The biggest reason we aren't able to accomplish great things within our life as it is right now isn't because we can't, because we already have the stomach for struggle. You're struggling. Well, we already have developed the ability to work hard. You're working hard every day. It's Thursday. You're working. Or you did work. Um, and we have the endurance to stay at it, even though there's no grand prize at the end of the at the end of the day, right? It's just uh, cold beer, hanging out, appreciating what you have. Imagine what would happen if you get to the end of the day and you're like, "Damn, I friggin' rocked it." over there sharing stories with your spouse about how how you were in that meeting and you were talking and you kind of took charge of the situation and the next thing you know your boss's eyes are big and everyone in the room is looking at you and you command you are commanding that room you 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 bring in ideas and energy to that room to that to that business to that employment and they're like wow where the hell have you been right that's what we're talking about three steps Let's go ahead and dig into this. I'm going to break this down and let you know which each, how each step works, what it is, explain it to you, and then, of course, we're going to put it together, and I'm going to show you how to put it to work in your life. I guarantee if there was a podcast you need to stick around for, this is it, because this is the one opportunity you're going to have to change any aspect of your life for free. Not asking for nothing. I'm trying to give it. I'll see you when I come back. All right, before we, um, before we jump into the three steps, the first of three steps, I want to bring something to your attention. There are powers at hand, and some would say, well, they're evil powers, and I think maybe, maybe it's just organic. Maybe it's just the cycle of life. The universe is energy, and energy just does certain things based on the people in it. I don't know if it's a conspiracy or whatever, but the foundation of our success in anything is the connection that we hold to the things we attempt to achieve. If you don't love cooking, if you're not inspired and find energy and satisfaction in cooking, you, you may very well be able to cook an egg, and you may be well, very well able to cook to a level that, that feeds you. But to be a, a, a premier chef, to be someone who actually it creates the kind of food that the world goes, wow, that is some good stuff. You have the skill, right? It almost has to have an element of love. You have to, that, that, that activity, that endeavor has to be engaged, engage the personal internal part of you. It has to be connected to who you are and what inspires you. The problem with our lives as they exist, and I'm not criticizing whether you should own a house or you shouldn't. I'll let you, I'll let you make that decision. My point is this. A lot of the choices that we make on a daily basis actually don't come with all that much inspiration. Right? And, and what's more important is that the things that we choose don't have enduring 
inspiration. In other words, you don't you don't pick you didn't pick that house and and after five years you're still as friggin' as excited about that house as you were the day you walked into it. Now that is for the majority. There I'm sure there are. There are some people who are exactly where they're supposed to be. And if in fact anything in your life feels that way, has enduring energy and power, lifts you up, elevates you, the experience makes you happy and energizes you and gets you excited about your choices, then you, you're right on track. But if you're honest with yourself, how many things in your life throughout today, it's Thursday or throughout yesterday, when, depending on whenever you're, you're listening to this, think back to the last time you had something in your life that consistently showed up that you engaged in that was like, it was like the best thing since sliced bread. It was just friggin', you know, on that level of snowboarding or or skiing, or water skiing, or hiking, or any of the things that you might love to do. And the truth is, there's not too much of it that is going to, you know, the list is going to be real long. You're not going to be over there, you're not going to have you write, hold on a minute, I'm still writing, oh my God, yeah, I get to do a lot of great shit. Because it's just not going to happen. Why do you suppose that is? Because... The bottom line is, in order for us to, uh, to live the kind of life we truly want to live, in order for us to wake up inspired to no end and to actually have this endless supply of energy because all of the things we have in our life are amazing and energize us, the first thing we have to do is be able to know what that is, right? We have to be able to say, okay, of all the choices I have in life, this is one of the things that will rock my world. An example for me is going to the gym. 62 years old, I just went and did a two, uh, an hour hour and 10 minute workout that was my warm-up i go back at five and me and some guys are going to wrestle for two hours rolling around on the mat try not to get hurt right that's just and i've been working out like that all of my life walked into this gym they got like nine heavy bags a mat room that's dedicated to people who want to learn how to wrestle right go in there as many times as i want during the day and it's all hard sweaty miserable my toes are broken i've got blisters on my feet and my fingers are hurting and I have to tape up and why would I show up there and do it because I love it because it's part of who I am question I need to ask you the question you need to address before we actually get into how you're going to fix it is why do you suppose it is that you aren't choosing more things like that for yourself I mean there's a good chance you're not 62 years old going to the gym right in fact, there's a good chance you're not going to the gym at all. And there's a good chance you've never written a book or you're not doing a podcast or you're not over there. You're not enrolled in school because you're a CNA and you really think it's probably time. You're kind of inspired about being a nurse. You spend time with nurses and doctors and you're thinking to yourself, well, hell, this is pretty cool. It's because of the information you're taking in. See, we are what we think. We become what we think. That's why all of those people, all those normal people just like you and me, those normal everyday Americans like you and me who love this country, took their guns, took their weapons, went and talked to the president. And when the president said, hey, listen, you need to take the Capitol, they said, okay. We're inundated every day with more information than we even consider ideas and we've got microphones in our houses and cameras and everybody's tracking us every app on your phone is collecting information on who you are where you are what you buy what you do where you go 
and is all geared for one intention, to become the best at manipulating who we are, to understand us well enough to manipulate us so that we make choices not based on our own interests, but based on what's good for those people who are interested. Before you'll ever get into your own car, before you can ever define your own life, before you can ever wake up truly energized by the things you do, the first thing you have to do is step away from the noise that you've continued to hear long enough to see who you are, to figure out who you are, figure out the person you are before all of these things started pressing in on you. All these ideas were implanted in your mind about how great it is to live the American dream. Because if you're honest with yourself, I bet you're really not rocking it, right? You're doing okay. And, and of course, you'd argue, well, you know, i got a good life. Yeah, yeah. Is it as good as snowboarding? Is it as good as sailing? Is it as good as so many other things? Does it inspire you? Well, no, but uh, hmm. that's what I'm talking about. Let's go ahead and dig into this. We're going to break this thing down for you. Step number one we're going to get into right after this. Hope I've got your interest. Hope you're ready for it. All right, talking about that job, because that's the big thing. How do you make a sucky job a good job? It's all perspective. It's all, it's all about purpose. It's all about you having a new idea, a new plan for why you show up there, a new story for why you show up there. I show up at the gym because I've got this idea in my head that I want to be a badass old man, and more than I don't want to live as long as I possibly can not a bad story pretty motivating as far as your job goes what could you do what would what would what would get you excited about your job would more money get you excited would better hours would a better position with 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 more freedom get you excited would being able to get rid of that asshole boss you have get you excited be able to take that job and convert it into something where you are actually the the manager the owner where you could actually open up your own franchise, where you could actually become so good at it that you can knock on someone else's door who does the same thing, and they're like, hey, I'll pay you 10 bucks more an hour than they are. Now, that's something to get excited about. And that's all it takes for you to start adding energy to your life. All That's all it takes for you to turn that bad job into a good job again. See, the bottom line is this. I don't think we are designed to ever stop. I don't think no matter where we are, I don't think that the plan we've been given actually fits who we are and our true intention. We're hunter-gatherers by nature. It doesn't matter what we've done or where we've been or what we've accomplished in our life. The bottom line is there is an an innate need to go do more. And so what does the world do for us? It gives us all kinds of distractions and addresses all of these ideas up in a, in, in, in a presentation that tells us, oh, this will calm that. This will make give you everything you need. The bottom line is it's not true. And the other part of this that really sucks is the fact that our plan is designed for us to get to a certain point in our life. When we run out of money, we run out of time, and we're in debt, and we're just plugging along, plugging along, trying to make ends meet, when that's all you do. What do you suppose would happen if, you, right, you, tomorrow morning when you showed up at work, you made a commitment to yourself and to your family that you were going to become the best salesman in the company or to learn as much as you can about the company or parlay your position and what you know there into the opportunity to get training 
or maybe to go back to school and stay in that job until you can actually come back into that job in a new position because you've you weathered it. You struggled through the idea that you're going to go to school and you got that degree. And now all of a sudden, guess what? You show up and you're a white hat. You're the boss. The only reason you're not doing it is because you haven't picked it. And the only reason you haven't picked it is like most people, you don't have time. Let's face it. How much time, free time do you have today to hang out and think about you? How much free time do you have? How much free time do you spend every day just going, you know, I, I, why do I do this? Why do I do this? And actually come up with tangible answers, tangible plan for how to escape it. Start thinking about it. Start thinking about how you can take that, any aspect of your life, I'm talking about your job, but how you can take that job and parlay it into something where you're energized about it again. I don't, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I, if you don't like your boss, you don't like your boss. How about that, right? If you want to be the top salesman in your company, I suggest you start listening to podcasts every chance you get about how to become a top salesman. You start emulating those people who are top salesmen. That's the, that's the ticket right there. But the first step in success in, in actually grabbing a hold of the part of your life that just currently aren't living, the better part of your life, is, is it comes down to picking it. You ready? Start thinking about you. Start spending some time thinking about you. Pick something good. Pick some way that you can change it. Maybe your employment is not fixable. Maybe the plan is to just completely evacuate it. Get that story going, right? That's what's next. Once you pick it, what you need is you need energy and fuel. And how do you create energy and fuel? The same thing anything begins with story. Let's talk about how you can go about taking and picking something and then how you can fill it with so much energy that that success is inevitable. All right, let's go ahead and dig into this whole idea about about story because that's really what makes the world go round. That's how we learn. That's how we accomplish things. That's how we, um, how we share our, our information, our knowledge is with story, right? And if you think about any aspect of your life, anything, decision you've ever made, you, th- you can imagine that the first thing that happened was it started with a story. When you and your, your fiancé started talking about getting married, it seemed like a really good idea to have that big-ass wedding. You spent $30,000 of your dad's money on it, but it was good, right? You that all started out with a story, right? And when you got that house and you, it was the middle of COVID and pandemic and the interest rates were through the roof and it was a seller's market. There were bidding wars and you paid way too much for it. The reason you went ahead and you jumped off that cliff, even though you knew the risks and you knew it wasn't probably the best decision in the world for you was because of story. The same thing is true for anything in your life that you want to accomplish or improve. When you think about improving some aspect of your life, maybe your job, maybe your finances, whatever it is, the first thing that we have to do is we have to start by developing a story around it that is inspiring enough that we're able to actually grab a hold of how it's going to feel and imagine and actually experience how it's going to feel to accomplish it before we've ever started. And why is that? It's because without being able to grasp that understanding of what the true benefit is, it's really hard to find the motivation to go after it. Now, here's an example of how that works. So let's just take this podcast. I have done, I don't even know how many podcasts in my life, but I've done a lot of them, right? 
And within these podcasts, I, I keep showing up for a couple reasons. Number one reason is because by having this conversation with myself, it reminds me not to screw up, not to make a mistake. But the other reason that I, I, I keep doing these podcasts is because I have this conversation with myself about how great it's going to be when someone try, finally figures out, hey, wait a minute, this guy knows what he's talking about. Anything in your life you want to change, it begins with a story. That's history. That's how you bought the house. That's how you bought the truck. That's how you got married. That's how we do everything. We start with something we haven't done and we, or we think we haven't done, but anything we've done, we already have the experience. But when you try to change something in your life, let's say you're working construction and it's not working for you. You want to go into law enforcement. The first thing you need to do besides pick it is start a story in your mind about how great it's going to be to be able to work 365 days a year, to have benefits, to have time off. To go home clean, not smelling like form oil, not smelling or not with concrete hanging off of your clothes, broken down, elbows, knees, back, all going to shit, hands that feel like sandpaper. If you, if you want to get, grab a hold of that and make that jump in your life, the first thing you have to do is you have to create a story around it that's so believable, that's so wonderful that you can actually see it. And then once you... Once you pick it and you develop that story, that is the only conversation you're having. That is the fundamental, the foundation of most of the conversations and most of the actions you're taking. Why? Because when the story is good enough, when the story becomes so amazing and it's where it's supposed to be, in a very short amount of time, all of a sudden, you're no longer happy with where you are, at least not compared to where you're planning on being. You're no longer content living that life that you're living, especially when you can see how much better your life's going to be. Yeah, sure, it's going to be a struggle. Sure, it's going to be a sacrifice, just like that boat, right? Just like getting that snowboard ready for that trip. But guess what? Once you can, once you can see it, once you can see it, once you can feel it, nothing can get in your way. Nothing's going to get in your way. Eventually, you're going to say, it's time and action will come. You'll say, all right, it's time. I think I'm done mowing lawn. I think we're going to put rock in. And when we get done with that, I think we're going to either sell this house, rent the house, and we're going to start traveling. Why? Because you got an idea in your head about how amazing it would be to be able to travel before you die. And it's all for no other reason. It's not for financial gain. It's not for all of the ideas you've been getting. It all comes down to one simple idea, one simple concept. And that is because it comes from within you, and you find inspiration and energy from that. I don't know about you, but it sounds like a pretty damn good deal. The ticket is to get the thing off the ground. The ticket is to get it off the ground. The final step in this entire thing is actually the easiest step when we come back. All right, let's dig into the final step on this whole thing, and that is the action part of it. And as I've already said or I alluded to, the action part is the easy part. Because once you've got a good enough story, once you have the vision for where you're going and you can feel it and you believe that it's possible and you have the energy and excitement for it, it's really easy to kind of get things moving. Is it still scary? Yeah. Do you doubt yourself? Yeah, yeah. When me and Sandy and I sold the house, got rid of everything in a month, put the house on the market, moved into our RV and said, say la vie house, say la vie lawn work, say la vie housework. Um, it was scary because... The big thing was no one around us was doing that, right? 
I didn't know anybody who was going to sell their house and head out onto the, into the wild blue yonder in an RV. And everyone I talked to, oh, that, I'd love to do that. And secretly they were going, they're friggin' crazy. They lost their mind. And faced with that kind of uh, pushback, if you don't have a good story, if you don't own it, it's, you're going to step away from it. You're like, yeah, you're right. I suck. I can't be selling my house. i got to be just like you. It's safer that way. But when you got that good story, action is inevitable. And to remind yourself about that action, that is, to remind yourself of where you're going, the conversation has to be continual. You have to continually talk about it and re- revise it. And maybe the plan you first start out with isn't the greatest plan. Maybe it isn't the best plan. But you keep talking about it, keep it in front of you, and action is inevitable. It didn't take us long, about five years of talking about getting rid of the house, and we got rid of the house and spent seven years traveling around the country. So I know it works. And at this point, you're probably going, okay, so if it works, then why aren't more people doing it? When is the last, when, when, when in your life have you heard anyone say this? In all of the things you've taken in, of all the information you've been fed throughout your life and you've taken in throughout your life, who's ever said, hey, listen, the reason you're not rocking and rolling your life and accomplishing everything you want to isn't because you don't have the skill set. It's because you don't have the focus. And it's because it do, you don't have a source of energy that drives you to take action on it every day. There's a reason you haven't heard this before. It's because this is the last thing the world wants you to know. Corporate America does not want you to figure out that, you know, it's, it's okay for you to step back from the story, the long-term narrative you've been given just long enough to figure out, hey, wait a minute, I'm not really enjoying this that much. I mean, yes, I need a house, but I don't need 4,000 square feet, and I certainly don't need it to consume all of my resources, given the fact there are so many other things in life to do, so many other things in life that I would prefer to be doing. And that's all this conversation is. And all I've handed you today is the opportunity for you to take those three steps to pick it, to build a story around it, tell yourself, talk about it, explore it, and start understanding how it's possible. And when you can get that vision big enough and get more inspired, so inspired about it that you love the idea of where you're going more than you love the idea of staying where you are, that is when the action happens. And it's really that simple. And you can do it with anything. And when it comes to... When it comes to this action, I'm going to tell you, when it comes to the story, I tell you, be a liar. Lie, lie, lie. Remind yourself. Tell everybody around you the big lie. You know why? Because that's where you're going to find the energy to go for it. And all you're looking for is one win. One win. And you've already done it. I mean, there are some things you've already accomplished using this. I mean, when you just decided to get married, you had this idea about how wonderful your relationship would be and how wonderful it would be to share your life. So you... That, and, of course, that's what drove you to take that step and to push forward even though you were scared and uneasy. And that, So that's proven itself. It works. There are things in your life you have applied this to, but the reality is no one has ever put it into focus for you because that's just not how it works. I'm putting it into focus for you. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. Don't waste time. The clock is ticking. And instead of being where you are right now, if you take my advice, if you just... Take a look at what you loved. Get inspired about it. Start talking about it. Find a way to stay focused on it long enough till you actually believe your own story. You'll become unstoppable. And there you have it. That's that's it right there in a nutshell. Talking about purpose, right? Talking about purpose. 
when you're inspired by your life, when you find things in your life and you build stories around things you've never experienced, that is the first step towards accomplishing. Because if you think about anything you've ever done, whether it's buy a car, buy a house, get married, or any other major decision, it all started with just a simple conversation, a little bit of investigation, and it was all based on what you love. Because the best things in life, if you look at your life, the best things in life, the most rewarding things in life are those things that are connected to who you are. I wouldn't tell you it if it wasn't true. I'm inviting you to try it. I guarantee you if you do, if you take those steps and you stay focused long enough just to get that small win, you will become unstoppable. I really appreciate you showing up. I'm going to be doing the live, cast, live podcast in the evenings. You'll have to subscribe to Podbean and then follow my channel, Your Best Life Defined, and, of course, you'll get notifications. I'd love to chat with you. If you've got questions you want to rebut any aspect of this, that's fine. I'm not going to get any yelling matches with anyone, and I ask you to be respectful, but I'll entertain any guest on my podcast on the live show. So something to think about. Also, let's not forget to launch every action, every choice, every word, everything you do from a platform of kindness. I promise it will make your life better. And more than that, it'll make the world a better place. Until next time, my name is Chris Hawkins, and this is Your Best Life Defined. Have a wonderful day.